The following podcast contains some strong language and some very average opinions. It's probably best if you don't listen at all. The Roaring Peacock Podcast. Welcome welcome back to the Roaring Peacock Podcast. Uh, This is this week's main cast. A lot has happened this week. Um, LGBT marching out together will will design a mural in the city and there will be a raffle. Um, We'll get uh, Wiggy on for the details for that in a bit. Uh, Leeds United Women signed Sandra Suarez Martins. She sounds good. Yeah. Um, Very good. Um, uh, Leeds were drawn against Crew in the Carabao Cup. More on... On the tickets well, there. for that. Don't, don't know about that. So we'll talk about that. Uh, Marcelo Bielsa signed a new contract, as did Ilan Melier. Rafinha and Click were called up for international duty. Ailing scored a beautiful goal on Saturday. And the only other thing that happened on Saturday was Leeds United under-18s beat Everton 2-1. Nothing else. Uh, Leeds <laughs> women beat Stockport 1-0. Uh, 23s beat Crystal Palace in London 3-1 in a game that saw nine cards, two missed penalties, a scuffle, great goals and descending off. And you can vote for Calvin Phillips for England's Player of the Year. For everyone going to the game on Saturday, our Peacock Barney has suggested you wear a white rose in acknowledgement of all those lost since our last home game with supporters was against Huddersfield. Early last year, my name's Adonis, and you know me as the Adelites on Twitter. Very good hello from me, and joining us is our chairman of the board, Wiggy, at Wiggy1234. Uh, hi, lads, you okay? Very good, thank you. Wiggy, tip-top, and uh, Machiavelli, the Prince of Darkness himself, at Ewan Metcalf. Good evening, everybody. Right, where should we start, Ewan? Um, tickets? Uh, should, we start, should we start with tickets? <laughs> <laughs> we start with websites and tickets. I I don't think there's any problem with tickets, but I think Ewan's got an issue Wiggy. with them. Or fuck you, fuck you. It's all right for you. You're in with club. You're not like a big Mister, aren't you? Like marching on together. I wish I could march on with some follow fans. I can't even get to the fucking ground. I've only been going since 1984. Um, this, I, I, I won't dwell or, or bit, you know drag this out. The fucking website's an embarrassment. I'm sorry, but that's the way to engage with your fan base. That's the way to make it simple for people to engage with you, get tickets, buy merchandise. It's a fucking joke. I'm sorry. I've had loads of messing on today trying to buy a ticket from just myself in the northeast corner. It keeps telling me there's a problem with a basket. Like I know I'm a basket case, but don't fucking take the mickey. Um, but, yeah, um, just loads of issues. We just try to get tickets. And then the, the disappointing thing is I want, my lads were like, oh, can we go? Can we go? And I was like, yeah, all right, well, we'll get three tickets. Like you would have done, you know, before. Not not just when we were in the Championship, but when we were in the Premier League before. You could get cup tickets quite easily. Oh, no, you can only get one ticket because you're the only member. You, do, you know, your kids aren't members. Well, I don't want to pay 30 quid for both, my, you know, 60 quid for my kids to be members to go to the odd game here and there. And... I do think it's embarrassing. I pay money. I pay money to get the priority on the, the league tickets, you know, the, um, what's they call it, the ticket exchange and all that. So as a parent, I get number one, I paid for that extra to get number one priority. Um, they can have a membership and they only get number two priority, which means they're probably not going to see a ticket anyway. So you pay for that membership to get tickets for your children and they're in a different 
sort of pot to you when it comes to getting tickets, which just makes it embarrassing as a family. You know, they want to promote football as a family sport uh, and, and to go with your children and family stands and all this. It's a fucking joke, man. You can't get a ticket with your children. The family stands an embarrassment because you can't get to the toilet at half time. You can't get into there with your children because it's the, the queuing past the concessions. Get it sorted, Rebrazani. You've done amazing. Yeah. You've got a bloody BLC. You bought a brilliant team. We're back in the Premier League. You bought the ground. I'm fucking annoyed. All right. So get I, off your. I, I, I think you make some valid points. Like the, the Carabao Cup. Thank you, Wiggy. In amongst, in amongst the abuse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried to get rid of the abuse and kind of build on what you're saying. But I think, it, like, seriously, the Carabao Cup, they're opening the full stadium. If they're opening the full stadium, you would expect that's done. As an example, I tried to go on last night to just book my season ticket and I couldn't get it to I couldn't get it to work. So I've given it up. So I might not go now. It's kind of a bothered because my seat's probably gone. Um, and then uh, what you're saying is, is exactly that. This is your opportunity to engage new fans, isn't it? To engage your yeah. lads, to get them in, because you're right, they're not going to get a ticket for a home game. No. No, none of the money, that's never no. going to happen. So no. how do you try to do that? You do that through your cup games, where people probably won't go or won't attend. Um, and, and I think you're right. I think it's been a complete shit show, this, uh, this Carabao Cup, trying to get people to be at crew at home. Because that's what we can say to you, and if you don't go, like, were you at crew at home in 21? No, uh, you won't. It's, it's embarrassing. And you know what? The loyalty, making it a loyalty game as well is embarrassing because then people get just pay the 15 quid to get a ticket for Liverpool or whatever. It's not... It's not reaching your hand out to, like I say, young children like mine. Who, you know, my lads play football on a weekend. They're not always bothered about going on a Saturday. They've got other things that they do. But that Tuesday night, it's a perfect opportunity to have a 10 and a 12-year-old kid who love Leeds United. Always have loved Leeds United. I've never had to convince them, partly because they'd have to live outside in shed if they did support anybody <laughs> else. But that's another story. But that's your perfect opportunity as a club to get them in and get in behind the team. And maybe there will be some players that the club they don't know who might play on Tuesday that, oh, I didn't know he's a good player, you know, engaging him with new faces at the, in, in the team or younger players. And they're not going to go. And I, you know what? Like you, we get, I give up. I think, you know what? I'm not that asked about Corona Tuesday night anymore. And you've made it so difficult and so contrived and so complex to be able to get involved in that. Sod you. I hope the ground's half empty because that'll show you what you get, how are you getting it wrong? So I think yeah. what what the issue is here is is probably membership, isn't it? That's what we're kind yeah, of complaining bit. about. And that's a joke, um, man. Membership last year, you paid fifty quid or whatever. You got a shitty oh, fucking trillion. Mm -hmm. Where is it? Throwing it on the floor somewhere. That <laughs> fucking that fucking what? Right? You get you get a bloody a bottle opener that went worked sang marching on together for about three seconds and broke. And then you get this. The reason I got it this year was for that ticket prior, and it's going to be a farce. I told you that I'll never see a ticket. Am I, am I going on a bit too much here? <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah. So, so thanks. I for mean, it's entertaining being... yeah, yeah. me. Yeah, for sure. I know. You were all calm. You were all calm till I started. Now you're all wound up. Yeah, thanks I'm for joining okay, us on the, on the podcast. That's it for this evening. We'll see you later. Yeah, good night, God <laughs> bless. Been a pleasure. I'm off. I'll see you later. I'm off to go look at my, my uh, laptop case and, and you know wallow in the glory of having a, a bottle I'm, opener. I'm just trying to pick through the emotions and find um, some solutions. That's all. Um, so I think you know maybe if you if you bundled a junior membership with a, an adult membership or two junior memberships with one adult membership, something like that, that could be. A, one possible solution. Um, I think, you know, 
when when you when you go into the source code and you see that there's thirty thousand individual um, uh, people or uh, devices trying to get a ticket, then a, and probably there's not that many tickets, especially for away games, for example. Then mm. it really does become a lottery. So then it kind of reduces the value of the membership even more. Um, so I do think that that's a problem. I think the Carabao Cup will always go on general general yeah, sale. Of course, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be too worried, but I think it is a problem when season ticket holders can't get their their seat. Yeah, it's, it's it's not. Listen, I'm being facetious and being a bit overdramatic about my circumstances. But the point is that we talk on off offline, you know, on on the the group, and everybody has issues with certain bits when it comes to engaging with that website and engaging with the club when it comes to getting things that you're entitled to because you've paid for. And you know, I haven't seen my membership card or my pack as as garbage or otherwise as it might be. I've not seen it. Season started. I've not seen it. I've got a card. I've got a pack. I've got a bottle opener. My laptop, my laptop's without a case, you know. I'm, I'm like a, you know, poverty strucken here. You know, it, it, it just, it's a bit embarrassing, really. And as I said, there's just some, some things, you know, we're Premier League in lots of realms and lots of ways now, more than we've been for a very long time. But there's certain things just need looking at, and they are things that matter to the fans that go to the ground and experience buying tickets or whatever. You know, Wiggies, what people will say to me is, get a season ticket, you and don't be so tight. Well, that's impossible now. Well, you should have had one for years. Listen, I'll do what the fuck I want. I don't have to have had a season ticket. I've gone since I, I've gone since I was thirteen years of age, week in, week out, home and away. I've had a box at Ellen Road when we were in League One, paid for a box on the halfway line in East End. Fuck you. I'll do what I want. If I can't get a ticket now, I'm entitled to moan about it, and I will moan about it, and you'll have to put with it. Or you know, don't. <laughs> Excellent. Glad we got to the bottom of that. And, there you go. Uh, Soz. Could, uh, Give some, give you and some um, free therapy. Um, I've got a beer now, so I'm, 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 I'm relaxed. Enjoyed. <laughs> uh, a few comments then. Um, and Nora says, "Wiggy, hey. yeah, Wiggy, it's great hey. to see Wiggy." Yeah, been too long. Yes, uh, Wardy as well. All rocking beautiful barnets. Thank you very much. Jesus, I'm not sure about that. I'm... <laughs> I'm fresh, freshly shaved and suntanned. I don't know about barnet. But... Uh, Paul Homboy, our infrastructure and ground needs to catch up with the team. I do feel they're trying to sort it out. Yeah, probably so. Uh, Nora says they must really. Uh, the online shop has already been redone. At least there's one for outside the UK now, which is much better than before. Um, and uh, she also says Ewan is doing his opening rant. Me <laughs> as, clicks the like. As is my one. Exactly. Nora loves a Metcalf rant, doesn't she? A big, I, a big I, Mac rant. I. I am I am sure and I'm sure I've heard this that the, the ticket plan and, and it is to be rolled out next year in terms of a new system because I think they realise it's outdated and creaking uh, or broken. Um so you know, let's hope that that brings the improvements it needs to. Um but yeah, it does need sorting and, and I believe it's in plan, but let's see. That's in the right uh, place. You Your sound very right gravelly, Wiggy. It does clear me from. There we go. That better. Yes, y'all look, look sexy in your leads tops. Anyway, I've worn a kind of um, fashion version of yours, Donny. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm wearing some camo down below. 
Oh, I hope what's coming out here. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, no. yeah oh, nice. <laughs> I wonder what we're, we're going to see then. There you go. Got, you weren't going to see anything. And he's got his lovely new away shirt with, uh, with no Premier League badge because he's too tight to buy a Premier League badge. Yeah. He'll have the, the back done and everything else done. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Aileen. Although uh, he has much better hair than me. And thanks thanks to my mum, by the way. This was actually a, a, a birthday present to Nora. Oh, nice. Uh, my mum got me the uh, the home shirt. So, uh, Wiggy, can you uh, bring us back to some positivity? Not that you you weren't positive. Um, <laughs> honest, anger, mate, just honest. Anger positive. <laughs> yeah, just, just honest, mate. I'm never, I'm never negative, just honest. Um, Wiggy. Tell us about uh, what Marching Out Together is doing, um, the mural and the, the mysterious mural and the, the non-mysterious raffle. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the mural, uh, we, we, bid, we bidded for funding earlier this year from Leeds Inspired, I think it's called, uh, and it's a partnership with us, East Street Arts and, uh, and Leeds United, and it's to create a mural on a tall building. It's on the A64 on York Road. So it's on the flyover, big building, great location. Uh, we just announced the artist, and for the for my memory, I can't remember, but it's an internationally renowned one, and <laughs> Nick Ward will go mad at me because he's the one who sorted everything. Uh, but it's the person who did it. At the side of the, um, the train station, um, they did that mural, and it's a fantastic mural, so, so they're all sorted. Uh, so we've got the funding, but obviously we're a, a little bit short, and uh, and therefore we've had some fantastic, um, some fantastic, fantastic donations. So we've got the scissor lift donated, but um, you know we need some money for some paint and some things like that. So we've got a raffle, which is uh, which is um, was launched yesterday. We've already sold over two hundred tickets, which is brilliant. Um, tickets are only two pounds. Two pounds, you can't get half a lag of two pounds nowadays. What a bargain! Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and for that, we have got three great prizes. We've got an 06 07 shirt signed by the uh, by the first team, we've got an under 21's rainbow, uh, rainbow t shirt that was worn last year, uh, and the side captain's armband signed by uh, Charlie Cresswell. And then the grand prize is the football versus homophobia rainbow football which is signed by the first team from the 2021 season uh, so Rafinha's on there and Rodrigo and all your all your stars yeah. that you want is on there and for just two pounds the link if you follow matching out together will be published um all the time uh, you can you can enter with a chance to win and it's all done through um the uh, website called raffle um and they basically do everything so once the raffle shuts they draw it uh, and they tell us who's won it's a it's a great service actually if you're ever doing a raffle use it because uh, it's quite straightforward <laughs> who would have thought this turn would turn into uh, an advert for raffle <laughs> yeah <laughs> there um, you go <laughs> when's the tomb- when's the tombola on and the meat raffle <laughs> we get the on white elf white yeah, yeah. is it east street is it east street arts that are doing it yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's on their building, actually. So it's a really great location. And we, uh, we, we're so chuffed with the location, with the artists we've got. And I can't believe I forgot. Jay, Jay Gilead. Thank Gilead. you. That's the one. The Blocks. Yes. Blocks is obviously spelt with a, with a double X. 
yes, that's the one. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really exciting. We were hoping to have it done for the new season, but you know, these one or two things just take a bit of time. But we're nearly getting there. It should be done very soon, um, and everything's in order now to to get it done. So yeah, enter the raffle. That's my bit as marching out done. Then we're just going right. to be a pink dot again now. Right. Um, so what you can well, do well is done, you can, well done, Wiggy. Well done. Yeah, fantastic work there. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, you can visit Marching Out Together on Twitter, and uh, and find a link to uh, web uh, the website Raffle, where you can pay two pound and uh, be in with a chance to win all of those prizes, and uh, also uh, be given to a good worthwhile cause. Okay. Um, let's get it over and done with, and um, let's get uh, Max Iyer up again. Saturday. Oh, listen, I was mad enough before. Come on, don't start this shit. <laughs> like, uh, uh, so I'll start. Well, Please well, do. Well, just... well, well, you and Gavin. Gav, Gav. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was. It was like I thought we were really sloppy the first half. I don't think we were great, but we were. We were okay. So you go in one nil at half time. And you're looking and you think, we've got half a chance here. Like, we, you know, hopefully he'll, you know, have a decent team talk, maybe make one or two changes, um, and, and we should be okay here. Come out second half, you know, three minutes go by, Ailey's caused that thundercracker, and you go, we're fucking going to do this. Like, I was in the pub and I was like, this is happening. Like, I just could only see one winner then. And then one minute later, two minutes later, it was just an ultimate collapse and capitulation in front of your eyes. And, and you know, the next 10 minutes goes by. And for the first time in a long time, at 80 minutes, I were done and I left that pub. I was like, I can't right. watch anymore right. of it. It's okay. shite. So that would be my summary of that. I thought we were really sloppy. We were always second to the ball. Um, but we give ourselves half a chance getting back in it. And, and we blew it. And uh, you, you can't do what we did. You cannot leave them gaps and them spaces to a team like Scum who have, have whether we like it or not, have got decent players and can rip you apart. And mm-hmm. Paul Pogba, who I think he's shy, just had a field day, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There's my summary of the game. I think that was summed up very well, Wiggy. Very well, very well said. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch the game. Um, I had a bad feeling about it. I was out doing something else on Saturday afternoon. And I kind of kept an eye on uh, to my wife's horror when we're out doing other stuff sort of on my phone and sort of seeing the score come in. And I knew it was 1-0 to them. And then saw Ailey and I was like, we're, like you, even from a distance, thought that's Leeds, that's our Leeds all over. We're back in it now. We'll probably go on and at least get a draw, possibly win it. I mean, we've, by the time I put my phone down, we were 3-1 down. I was like, <laughs> that can't be right. That must be somebody winding us up. And yeah, so... I think the worrying thing is, you know, first game of the season, you just want to come out and compete, don't you? Now, we obviously had a tough draw, didn't we? You know, you, you could have got somebody much easier. We got Liverpool last year, Man United this year. I just think we'd laughed last year, it kind of set the bar high for that first game, didn't it, where we came out and had a real go. Even though we lost, we were proud, weren't we? This is the opposite, where we lost and we weren't proud and it was a bit embarrassing. Um, I think that the disappointment for me, again, not having watched the full game and having seen, you know, very, very limited highlights since because I just don't want to, don't want to know now we got beaten thrashed by them bastards but it's just that you look at, at the expectation we created last year we're finishing ninth with that team with the, the the wage bill i mean i used to work quite close to football people and people who bought clubs and so on and so on they always used to say 
the wage bill dictates where you finish in that league. Pretty much, you know, you might have the odd mm. discrepancy here and there, but pretty much, you know, the amount of money you spend finishes you in a certain position. And if you're the top spender, you usually finish first to second, you know, second spender, first to second. Bottom spender usually finishes bottom. I think last year we were the third lowest wage bill of Sheffield United, West Brom. Um, Everton were like, spent three times more than us on, you know, on wages and were finished a point above us or something, a place and a point above us. Man United's team, I don't know what the stats are, but must be worth, wage bill must be what, I don't know, eight, six, it's, seven? Eight. It's five times more than it's, us. It seems like it's more, to be honest, but that's where you have to be have a real attitude check and realise that we probably are going to get beat by teams like that. But mm. listen, we're going to get beat by teams. We're going to give people, we're going to turn people over. I just hope that we bounce back like we did last year. You know, we had a bad result last year. Straight away, we bounce back and we, we put it right. You just got to hope they do that. Um, and I've got every faith that that they will, uh, you know, they will do that. I still think we're short on two or three players. I've said that, you know, through pre-season and the, the other podcasts that we've done. But you've got to say overall that, you know, it's a disappointment. I, I hate losing to them. I hate losing to anybody, but particularly them. 2-1, fair enough. 5-1, it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? And um, I don't think we coveted ourselves in glory off the pitch either and, don't think it was a great atmosphere that we created in the stands, and I don't think it was particularly enamoring what we saw going on around the streets of Manchester. You know, it's just, it's just, it's yeah. Uh, having come from a sort of eighties watching Leeds in the eighties background, you know, it just looked a bit like we've been away for a while, and we brought some of the you know thickest, stupidest fans to the to the table. <laughs> um, just I don't know. It just it pisses me off a little bit because you want to go and have a square go with somebody and have a go with people. Go do that, but you know, singing stupid songs and just taking over a town centre and pretending to be all hard and waving your handbags at people. I just think it's like you know, leave that alone. You know, it's not it's not for me. So that's my really um, negative spin on Wiggy's otherwise brilliant uh, analogy <laughs> of what happened. <laughs> Very nice. Um, obviously, uh, Ewan's not directing that to every single lead away. No, fan, no, so please don't take it personally. Always a minority, but you know, just a, a, a silly minority that get all the headlines in it. Yep. Um, uh, a few people in the chat then. Uh, Nora saying thumbs up for Donnie's mum. Uh, Nova. Always. <laughs> Good day, Nova. Eight. Can't hear shit. Stuck here in a thunderstorm with no earphones. But good evening. Hello, Nova. Good evening. Hi. Hello. What's the sign language for hello, Nova? <laughs> this, maybe? Yeah. Um, Joe Layton, Jay Gilead. That was uh, in reference to the Marching Out Together mural artist. What he says midfield was very, very weak versus Scum. I think a different one. We may have stood a half a chance. Uh, Nova said, isn't Chelsea about 10 times more than us? Even, oh, he's found some headphones now. <laughs> didn't need to uh didn't need to do all that shouting sorry about that he's probably deaf now we shouted down his earphones uh paul homboy pogba will never play that well for man united again we got caught out a bit and didn't really have any choices i think we were a little bit unlucky as well because the last year it was mctominay wasn't it and and this year it was um it was pogba but it, it, yeah let's not talk about them too much but their quality is unfortunately undeniable uh, well that, 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 that said what i've just said about the budget we had two of our better <laughs> players that would have probably stemmed some of that you know tide of, of sort of goals going in missing you know in Lorente and, and Phillips. so again when you are on a small shoestring budget and you have got you're competing against one of the you know the richer teams in the league you know you're going to miss those two out and we did miss them yeah we certainly did i thought we looked 
fantastic when Diego Llorente was finally embedded into the first team at the back end of last season. Indeed. Right then, um, a lot has been talked about transfers, but there's still time in the window, so let's give it one more bash. Um, <laughs> uh, Lewis O'Brien, let's talk about him coming for seven million. Did you see the compilation of him, of his uh, game the other day? No, I don't watch him. No, it wasn't particularly <laughs> inspiring, to be honest. Um <laughs> Supposedly, Huddersfield went ten million. We don't. We think that that's far too high. Um, should we be setting our sights a bit higher than somebody from Huddersfield? Um, yes, but it's who, who's available and, and and what's out there and what money's out there. So you know, I, I think I we're always resigned to the fact that we won't have another window where we spend another hundred million. Like it's very clear with that in terms of the expectation of the money he's got going in. That don't mean that he's you know he's not got the money, but you know just because you've got you know millions and billions in the bank, do you want to blow it all on a football club? Probably not. I think he's, you know, he's trying to run a business um, and trying to put in a, a, a relative amount to make sure that we make the progress we need to make. But I don't think he can, you know, go out and get a £30 million midfielder. Um, we've got to be realistic of that. Now, I'm I'm hopeful that um, Shackleton steps up this year and I don't know how O'Brien compares to him. So I can't kind of put them together and go, well, yeah, he's better than Shaq, so go get him. Or he's not, so don't bother. And I think uh, that that's kind of where I'm at. Like, if, if a good deal comes up, go for it. If not, this is what we've got until January, and let's just ride it out. Yeah, I think to use Howard Wilkinson, trusty swing. Um, parlance, you know, that you've got a trusty swing with Bill. So he's, if he's going to trust that lad he wants to bring him in or is out there getting him in you've said it loads of times before you've got to trust him because they've very rarely got it wrong have they you know um mm. but he's not inspiring i think that's the thing fans want inspiration don't they, they want to think wow you know leads are now in, you know we're buying players that we shouldn't be well haven't been anywhere near his, over the last few years um bit probably a bit like you know possibly rodrigo lorente last year you know cock you know rafinha we've sort of Everybody was buzzing about that. It doesn't mean you have to go break the bank, does it? But it's just seeing those inspirational signings come in. And I don't think Louis O'Brien from Huddersfield is particularly romantic signing, is it? Um, <laughs> not at all. But, you know, he must he must want him. And and if he's willing to pay seven million quid, seven million quid in this day and age is nothing, is it? I mean, was Bamford seven million? And look what he's turned out to give back to the club. So who knows? Um, I, 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 yeah. I, I think that uh, that deal will go to the wire. I think so. It'll go right up until Me the end too. of the reader, and then yeah. someone will someone will cave in. That'll be Huddersfield going, yeah, we that take the seven million, or it'll be us that'll go right. Here's the ten million, but it'll go to the wire that one. So yeah. uh, don't go to bed yet, folks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mental, that isn't it? When you think it's about a new Bamford. it's a new Jim White. It's a new Jim White. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bamford costing seven million, and there was talk of Spurs buying him for forty. I know. Uh, as a replacement for Kane, I mean, he's probably more likely to win a title at Leeds, though. And he said, Why would you go to Spurs? Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know, it, it, I think the problem I've got is that I think there's a, the, the, we talked about it today, didn't we? And it's probably worth mentioning people saying that we haven't replaced Pablo is not saying the Pablo of last year, it's saying the Pablo that we brought in 
that pretty much dragged us to the top of the championship and through some pretty grim times. We need a player like that. You know, it's all very well getting a workhorse. I mean, even, is it Nandez, whatever, uh, the lad from Cagliari? Um, he doesn't look like a, a fantastic footballer. He looks like a grafter and a hard work, and, and, and I think he could do a job maybe in that Phillips role. But the thing, the thing I think we miss is somebody who can control the pace, who puts people on the back foot, who can win you a game, you know, and I'm not saying Rafina won't do it at this level this year. He may well do, but in the middle of the pitch. So, like, Hernandez was uh, was always one of those players that he brought, he got the crowd on the feet. He, he, he definitely scared the shit out of opposition players. Um, you know, scoring goals in 17 seconds, very few people do that and knock one into the top corner after 17 seconds in a game. He was exceptional, and I think, you know, we didn't spend a lot of money on him. There's other players, Saez, we, you know, I know he had his issues, attitude and, and so on and so on, but a player that can ignite the fans and, and just a little bit of magic and create something from nothing. We just haven't replaced that ilk of player. It's not that we want to get a 36-year-old Pablo Hernandez. We want to get a 27-year-old Pablo Hernandez or something. They must be out there for not ridiculous amounts of money because we didn't pay ridiculous amounts of money for, for those players. Now, yeah, we're in the Premier League. People are going to be, put a premium on those kind of players, and particularly where we are now, you know, in, in Leeds being in the Premier League. But yeah, I'd love to see a bit more. I'm sure Otto's working his socks off, and so is Radizani. But I just think there's two or three players light in there that could really make a difference. But as Wiggy's already alluded to, it's got to be for the right money, it's got to be for the right type of player that's going to fit in. And Bielsa's got to want a money, and ultimately, you can't have identified anybody that we can get for the right money. Yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because if you look at someone like Christian Eriksen, he was said to be the new big thing at Ajax, um, and then and then he kind of drifted away, and and Spurs got him for very cheap, and then obviously he excelled again. Um, but it, it is quite hit and miss to find a ten um, who can play at that level at this yeah. level now at the Championship. I think it was different, different story, yeah. definitely. Agreed. Um, yeah. I mean, we got lucky with Pablo, let's face it, on a free. What Absolutely. he was doing in Saudi Arabia, I have no idea. Um, un- unlucky with Samu Sayers and all the all the problems that he had, all the personal issues with moving country and all of that. Um, but if you look at the, the number 10s that have been bought recently by a really ambitious clubs in this league, you're looking at, I think it was, was it 60 plus for Bruno Fernandes? And he's completely transformed them. Mm. Um, and a uh, hundred million for, for, for our mate, uh, diving champion of the championship, <laughs> Jack Grealish. Yeah. A hundred million. Like it's just ridiculous. The world gone mad. Yeah. He had a good game on Sunday, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Shite, absolute shite. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not sure where it's coming from, but you do think we need somebody like that. You do think we need a ten, definitely creative, creative. Somebody, somebody. I mean, the 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 other one is Phillips. You know, we've never, you know, we've known for two years when Phillips took play, we're not the same team, and we just don't seem to have been been critical, proactive and, and probably aggressive enough in the market to go and get somebody who can step in. And the, the arguments there, I've had it with people on, you know, Matty, who's a great lad on the podcast, saying, look, who's going to come and play second fiddle to Phillips? Who's any good? There's got to be young, hungry players who think they'll be able to take Phillips's place or older lads who are experienced who are happy to come in and work under Bielsa and 
you know, a bit like Strachan, you know, get another four or five years out of a career that may be coming to an end, that, they, you know, under Bielsa fitness, you know, diet regime and everything. There's got to be them. It's not just a case of, oh, who's going to come and play under, you know, as Phillips is understudy. It's a case of, if you're a professional footballer, you back yourself, don't you? I'll, I'm better than Phillips. I'll go and take that place off him, or you can move him up to play further up the field, and I'll take that position. It's it's a it's a non argument for me. It's about getting a player who fits into the the mold of the Leeds United <laughs> sort of way of playing now, who, who's ambitious. And there's got to be players out there who'll do that. There's been a few who've tried to fill his boots, haven't there? Uh, you know, Koch and uh, Strauch. Um, the centre halves are—that's that's what worries me. It's all right playing that position for Germany. It's not the same as playing in the Premier League. It's, his pace is just ridiculous. You know, he's not but, good, is he? But I did think late last season when when Cock filled in in that place, I th- I don't think he played bad. To be fair, and I thought, oh, finally, we've probably got someone who can do the job that we need him to do. And I think we we should not forget that. Like I know he had a, a terrible game against Scum. Like he was awful. Um, mm. But you know, let's 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 see how he gets on when he plays that role again. Because we might not need someone. He might be good enough to do it. He did it last season on a few occasions at the back end, and I thought he was okay there. Yeah, I do think it's easy to forget that when Phillips was first put there, he True. found it very tough as well. Was True. pulled off after twenty minutes, maybe yeah. three times, something Couple like that. Times. So, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it, it would take anybody time. Um, Okay, Nova's saying uh, got to save up for Haaland next summer. That's why we're <laughs> yeah. not... Uh... Which which one? Alfie. <laughs> if, if we sell some um, Carabao Cup tickets, we might be able to afford it. Yeah. You get the website sorted out, they might have a bit more money coming in. Some LUFC dollars. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's all about Foreshaw and we will be okay, says Barney. Yep, Foreshaw, another one who could come good. Um, he, loves Foreshaw. he loves Foreshaw. Back. He he's does love Foreshaw. Most positive man I've ever met. It's like, I'm like, nah, don't be stupid. He's like, no, he's going to be brilliant. But he, there's a footballer in there, definitely with Foreshaw. It's just he's not playing at this level. He's been out a long time. I tell you yeah. what, Barney's positivity at times, it does pick you up. It's it's well, it's counteracts my complete negativity. It's, like, <laughs> it's chalk and cheese out there. <laughs> um, Brian L, what happened to all the money we gained from bringing ninth last season? Um, we've got a new pitch. Crypto. Oh, um, got a new, we've, uh, we've got we've got two new pitches. We've yeah. probably started paying for some of the signings last season. Yeah. It's got to come from somewhere. And Over. remember, for the last eighteen months, we've had no funds going in on match day at all. Yeah. So you know, paying for, paying for Augustine. We've got to pay for that. Yeah, that, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Lazy shite. We, we, <laughs> we did lose 60 million, I think, wasn't it? Wow, because of we... COVID. So, um, and, and we also took a loan out on the, the initial TV money uh, in order to sort of buy a lot of those transfers last summer. Well, so. no, nobody's really, apart from Man City and the obvious contenders, nobody's spending a load of money, are they? That's the point. It's, everybody's been hit hard by that pandemic. And, you know, the transfers window for everybody has been pretty dead, I reckon. So we, you look at your own club differently to everybody else because you don't really care. I don't care what everybody else is doing. I kind of expect Leeds to be doing something, but of course it's going to have an impact. It's such a risk as well. I mean, yeah, yeah, we, we know more than most clubs how much of a risk spending over your means um can do to you um you know and you only have to look at barcelona or real madrid you know um paul homeboy do you think the new contracts on top of those for getting promoted has trimmed our sales phillips bamford harrison melier all new ones this season plus writing off pablo kiko gitano's contracts possibly 
Yeah. Um, Lee Smith says, unless you call Costa. Don't, um, Stephen. The fucking hell. I'm in a bad enough mood already. Don't get me started <laughs> on Costa. <laughs> oh, Robert. <laughs> oh, no. If either of them get near... This is the problem, right? If either of them get near the team, I hate to criticise... No, I don't hate to criticise individuals. Sorry. They've had long enough. It's not like I'm at it for a week. They've been bad for a week. Them two are getting near the first team. Sorry, we're weak. I said it over there. Over there. Not going to disagree with you, Ewan. Um, <laughs> Even I are. Well, I'm going to say, Wiggy is usually the one voice of reason that comes out and goes, no, Tyler Robinson is going to make it good. Barney's the same. I'm not having it. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I think Roberts can can be, oh, like, he's got more time than Costa, for example, and I think he, he could improve, but I just don't know where. I think maybe nine. I haven't seen him do much at a 10, and I haven't seen Rodrigo do that either, and, and he costs a million. It's difficult yeah. to play in that role. Yeah, it's yeah. that's why I'm saying the Pablo role, the Phillips role, they are two of the most specialised roles on the pitch, and it's a real challenge. And like you said, Donny, absolutely agree with you on that. You know, Phillips did it and failed a few times, and he's had to learn that role and learn by getting it wrong. So you've got to give people that opportunity. Playing on the wing, it's fucking Doddle, so Costa can fucking do one. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Smith saying uh, in the championship, Radrazani put in close to forty million of his own of his yeah. own cash. Um, yeah, I think it was one point five mil a month, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and and never an argument for him. He just wrote the checks as uh, as he was asked for them. So no, you can't you can't criticize him at all. He's been brilliant, and I'm, you know I, I know I have a go and I get all ranty and get on my eye horse, but half of it's tongue in cheek. But I'm not I'm not criticizing particularly Radrazani or. Or, or be, of course, Bielsa, but it's not it's not a bad to to be able to voice your opinion, is it? We had this conversation again on the WhatsApp group that it's all right to say I think Bielsa got it wrong. I thought there was things they got wrong on Saturday. Having looked back at it, you know, tactically, but that's all right, isn't it? Listen, would I swap him for anybody? No, would I? Oh, no, not at all. Dean Smith, Big Sam. Oh, somebody mentioned <laughs> what's his name? King Davros the Daleks. What's he called? But the only Deitch. <laughs> Yeah, oh, uh, old, yeah. Gravel, old gravel voice. Get them all lined up. Yeah, fucking do one. No, not a chance. Somebody, somebody mentioned that they went to Wednesday. What were he called? They were at Palace. Steve Bruce. No, the Welsh lad, the Welsh kid. What's he called? Who was at Stoke for ages? Pulis. Um, oh, Tony Pulis. No, that's that, that would be me finished off. Never mind Corona Tuesday night. You'd never see me at ground again. I'll, I'll tell you what, you you can have my season ticket. <laughs> no, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, that's one 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 good thing is you'd see people throwing the season tickets. I'd be picking up with my kids, going, "Get that, get that." <laughs> um, Brian L. Uh, Koch is not a central defensive midfielder. Also, Strauch is not a CDM either. The one player I would like to see is Shackleton. Given a go. Well, Shaq's the central midfielder, isn't he? Um, was, yeah. That's um, where I like to play, yeah. He's been backup for Ailing for a while now, but I think Drame, office performance the other night for the under-23s, I think he deserves a go. And I, I wouldn't mind seeing um, Shaq in, in centre of midfield. I did think he played really well the, towards the end of the championship. I think there was one game, maybe it was Derby? Derby game. They scored. Yeah, they, they scored. Yeah, he played great, yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. Box uh, to box. 
Yeah, I, I've got a lot of time for him. I think he's been really unlucky with injuries. When he's had half a break, he's got another injury. And it's just been a difficult, difficult time for him. And I, I feel sorry for the lad. And, you know, I hope he does get some minutes this season. I really do. But you just don't see on, you know, straight away where they're coming from. And I think you probably he's probably despondent as well. I, I, I mean, he doesn't seem it, but you would be if you're sat there thinking I'm next in line and then he shuffles the pack and puts everyone everywhere. And he don't get a chance, and you think, well, where's it going for him? So, you know, I think this season's make or break, whether he'll, he'll be at Leeds United, that's for sure. Well, the I think is, there, was, there was talk of him going on loan this season. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's obviously fought his way back into contention. So, yeah. If he gets a run and he does well, you know, he's homegrown and he'll he'll be thought of in the same way as, as Phillips is, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure, if he does well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's quick and he's he's uh, he's got those physical attributes. He's you know he's fitting. He gets up and down the pitch. He's he's got an engine on him. So you'd think he'd be perfect for a Bielsa type team. I just don't think he's possibly suffering from that not knowing his best position and maybe the club not knowing his best position. Phillips got moulded into that play that place he plays now and don't know where Shaxx is going to fit in. I mean, you almost think he he could play that position. You know, be the stand-in for Phillips, but possibly not. Certainly got that bite about him. Oh, uh, Lee, Lee Smith, do you think we're pushing Rodrigo into the number 10 position because of his price tag? Um, Probably. If he's insistent on playing Bamford, which he absolutely is, we've got to probably put him in there somewhere because he's a £30 million player. Yeah. But uh, equally, uh, you know, the flip of that is I don't see Bielsa doing what he doesn't want to do. And if it meant he went on the bench, then he goes on the bench. I, I think this season, and, I, and I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I think I think I don't think Bamford will have as good a season as he did last season. He may go a few games without a goal, and it's whether Bielsa bites the bullet and drops him and plays Rodrigo in at nine. We'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely you know he was bought. I think he was bought as a striker, wasn't he? And he's been sort of slotted into that 10, and I don't think he's a 10. Um, there's times where he looks good, but he looks good further up the pitch, you know, coming and getting the ball short. I'm not having that. But when he's around the box, he looks good um, because that's where he wants to play. I mean, the game against Burnley last year, end of the season when he played nine, he was outstanding for that, what was it, 25-minute cameo? But you've got to do it for 90 minutes in this league, haven't you? And in the big time now, it's no good turning up for 25 minutes and scoring that trick or scoring a cup or whatever, you've got to do it for 90 minutes, week in, week out. And, you know, Bamford, you see when he doesn't play, how much they miss that, miss him up front. And that's been the same. It's a bit like Phillips, isn't it? When he doesn't play, generally speaking, we look like a, a much worse team. So it's a tough argument for Rodrigo to replace him unless it's on form. Yeah, I mean, Rodrigo looked classy with some of those finishes yeah, towards the end of last season. Yeah. Um, but... I think Bamford ran the most of any player in the Premier League. Some weird stat like that. And it's because he's constantly being shouted at by Bielsa and yeah. constantly like yeah. trying to cluck. Well, I haven't done Roberts any good. He's constantly shouting at him as well. He's still shit. <laughs> Run, Tyler. Yeah, more Tyler. Good Tyler, more. Very good. Yeah. Oh, God. you got to love uh, Bielsa. Um, Ian Pervader. On his way out, alone, maybe, says Phil Hay. Um, For me, he hasn't uh, produced any end product or enough. Um, Happy with that? 
Yeah, I, like early last season, I thought he started like I think the game that's you know sticks in my mind. Man City came on, looked really good, like yeah. we're going at him, and you thought if he kicks on here, for me he's next in line um, as a winger over Costa. And he just, I think he got injured, didn't he? And he just kind of never came back and kicked on. Then in pre-season, he looked like he bulked up. He'd been sent away to, you know, add a bit of weight, add a bit of muscle, and and come back. And he looked, he looked lean, trim, and, and everything he'd want. Um, but again, I, I think something's gone on for me. I don't think it's as black and white as he's just not, not in and around. I think he's had a, a falling out with Bielsa, and, and that's going that way. He keeps getting Instagram videos of him twerking up against sort of like Costa Rican girls, doesn't it? It's like, I'm sure that's not going to endear him to be else. I've got to be honest. Um, but, you know, like, he, he, I think we pervade it that you're right. With the Man City game where he came he came on and, and looked really good. But we were in the ascendancy, I think, you know, and there was a big gap between there and when he got the injury where he could have impressed and he didn't. You know, he just didn't seem to kick on and get any better. Yeah. A bit, bit light where... Um, it's definitely again. You can see that there's some skill in there. I think there was a game where he should have gone down for a penalty. I can't remember where that was now, and he sort yeah. of stayed on his feet and he won some admiration for that. It might have been that city game. Um, no, I, I think it was Palace. Or, from memory, I'm, there was a game. There was a game where he, he yeah, should have gone. He got. He got. Might Everton. Or there was a game where yeah. he should have, should have gone down anyway, and he did. I, re- I remember it. I remember yeah. screaming at the telly. Yeah, we yeah. had the com- we had the conversation on the podcast, didn't we? Saying if he'd have fallen, he'd probably got a penalty. But he didn't. But you could see bits and flashes of it. But I think when you're a winger, you've got to produce more often. It's a, it's a bit like when you watch kids play. You know, you watch a winger a kids game. If you take it down to its simplest form, flashes of greatness, and then nothing for quite a long periods of time. And when you're doing that at a professional level, that ain't acceptable, is it? You've got to find your way into the game. Come inside like Rafinha does. Go short. And he's probably suffering from the same illness as Costa, where he's not producing enough and he's not doing it, you know, week in, week out, or even minute by minute. He's not involved enough. Um, you know, you look at Harrison and, and Rafinha. You, you, one of the things in that team is you, you, when you're watching those players play, you stand out as being a bit lazy or not really putting yourself about enough or getting involved enough because they really do. So it's almost exaggerated by the fact that you're playing with players like that on the same pitch. It does look like you stand out as not contributing enough. So, yeah, I, I think probably it might do him some good to get out low and play more often, to be honest, Donny. And I think that I always look at Beckford, you know, when Beckford came and he came on a couple of times and we were watching, it was like, oh, hell, who's that? He's terrible, you know. And um, he went to Scunthorpe, I think it was, and... and Bloody hell, he came back and almost straight away. It was like, is that the same player? He's like, he's unbelievable. Um, so, you know, let's hope, you know, it's, there's a few in the Leaf Davis, others that have gone out on loan, which you kind of think you might not see him again in the lead shirt. But I hope that some of them do go away and do what Beckford did and give the club no choice but to bring them back and, you know, put them in, get them involved. Yep. Um, couldn't agree more. Lee Smith, we hear a lot about Bielsa keeping the lads in the under 23s rather than going out on loan. But you hear players uh, saying going on loan was the best thing for them, which is uh, what you were saying, uh, Mac. Uh, Brian L, Perveda, Roberts, Costa, all three need to go on loan for best outcome selling. <laughs> nice one. Glad I'm not alone on that one. This, this is... This is uh, your dummy account, no? You're doing yeah, this yeah, under, just under the table with your phone. Typing. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What's a good name? Brian L. That'll Brian L. Um, Wardy says, uh, 
<laughs> Chelsea was when he should have gone down. Yes. Ah, yeah. There you go. And uh, Lee Smith, would regular football benefit uh, uh, Shaq's, say, uh, by loan spell? And I think we've uh, yep. we've covered that too. Um, Sir Everton, gentlemen. Go on, Wiggy. Yeah, like... I- I'm, I'm first and foremost. I'm just really excited to to get back to Ellen Road. I think uh, I can't wait to you know see uh, some members of marching out together. I can't wait to meet some peacocks and and just see people and and again just another step back to normality. So really excited first and foremost uh, to go and have a good day. And um, in terms of the game, I'm. Um, I'm really worried about this one. Uh, it's the second game of the season, and I really should be worried about the second game of the season. But I just think if we lose this game, oh, my God, Twitter is going to be a meltdown, and I'm quitting. I'm not going on there for at least a week because it will just melt down. I think, for me, there's got to be a performance, and, um, and, and that's the main thing. We've got to turn up, and we've got to have a good game. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. If he names the same team and people are going, no, I want Firpo in and I want Phillips in. But how many times has he done it when we've had a spanking and everyone said, we need to change this, we need to change that. And he's put the same team out and it's turned out all right. So I think he will change summer, but I won't be surprised if he didn't. Um, so, yeah, we've got to give a performance, and but I'm worried and, and I, I hope we do and I hope we get a result. But, um, yeah, it's the second game of the season. Let's try not get too worried. Yeah, I think um, agreed. I, I'm I'm not rightly or wrongly. I'm not confident, you know. And I think it's just because that that start and it, you've got to forget, you know, you've got to remember that it's Man United and they've got an, you know, when they turn up, they've got an amazing team and they spent a fortune on that team, haven't they? So, um, I think when we played Everton last year, it was probably quite similar, where it was, you know, don't know if we expected to get anything, but we played brilliant and obviously Rafinha snatched the, the winner. Let's hope we do the same again. We've always been really brilliant at bouncing back, and I think Wiggy's right. I think you've got if Phillips is get Phillips back in the team. I'm sorry, but if you want half a chance of going there and doing something, I'd love to see um, you know a fit, obviously 100% fit Calvin back in that team. But regardless of whether he changes anything else, that that's a, that's a given for me. Um, but again, trust the process. You know, he, he'll do what he's going to do, and hopefully we'll get a result. And and you know, I feel jealous and 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 all those words, but proud you know for everybody getting back and, and kind of excited for other people i'm not going to be there on saturday can't get bloody near the stadium minute. i can't even get on website and get a ticket for crew never mind everton <laughs> that's you know what i'm gonna say though really quick fucking everton they had it on the website today they went on ticket to uh, sale to members so i goes on and it said good availability in the east stand and, and in certain parts of the west stand you go on and there's no tickets available so it's another criticism of a terrible terrible website but um I, I, I hope you have a brilliant day, Wiggy, and all those that are going. I think it'll be amazing being back in the stadium, full stadium, what an atmosphere it'll be. And hopefully it'll have a, um, a positive effect on the team and, and the atmosphere will be, you know, I am jealous that I'm not going to be there. And, you know, maybe I won't be at as many games as I'd, I'd like to be anymore. You know, that's the modern football now. You've got to be organised and be on it and get your tickets sorted and not, throw your computer against wall when the website don't let, don't let you get a ticket but um, I'm not that guy anymore but uh, you know have a great day and I think it'll be great for the fans it'll be amazing I think Barney you mentioned about getting these white roses out for all the, the lost players that we've lost through the pandemic that we've not had a chance to say goodbye to um, 
what a great day it's going to be amazing I, I, I think i've got my kids that day but i still might bring them just at peacock just to uh meet with a few <laughs> meet with you lads and, and just experience match day um and you know i get where water counts so you never know i might end up in an executive box somewhere like with the two lads <laughs> <laughs> yeah so last uh last season we we won one nil at Goodison Park, we lost one 0 at Ellen Road, so it's, it's very tight, isn't it? Um, we know how Rafa Benitez will set up. He'll set up uh, very solid, probably four four two or something, something of that ilk. They'll be tough to break down. They'll try and hit us on the break. They'll try and put lots of crosses in <clears throat> towards Richarlison and uh, Calvert Lewin. So I think it'll be it'll be difficult. It'll be tricky. So one of those players where um, one of those games where where you do need a little bit of magic, and Rafi gave that to us last season, didn't he? he took it yep. took it on himself. I think all the things that you said, um, Ewan and, and Wiggy, is like emotional day. Yeah, very jealous of everyone who will be there, but um, you know, living outside the country for. 15 16 years or whatever it is now i've gotten quite used to it and it'll just it'll just be so good to see crowds the ellen road crowd in the ground again i i don't think there'll be there'll have been an atmosphere like it since probably the playoff semi-final i think it'll be that emotional and that loud yeah yeah be amazing be a great day to be there and uh you know hopefully we get the result that's the most important thing it'd be pretty depressing whatever happens a bit like that semi-final if you don't get the result it matters for nothing does it uh, so i hope they give the fans what the fans deserve because i mean you know supported the club through the last 16 17 years to get back in the premier league i hope the players um unlike saturday turn up and give us a performance and a, a result that we we all want and all need really to you know as you say I, i'm less and less going on twitter less and less now because it's a complete cesspit for lots of things but particularly when leeds lose it's just terrific so it's a car crash of a platform now isn't it so just yeah leave yeah. it alone leave it alone barney leave it alone don't get involved mate <laughs> yeah, yeah <Barney. laughs> you know you can you can mute words and you can uh mute yeah, people yeah. you can, you can yeah. block them You'd have no um, going on, though. You'd have no timeline, would you? If you did, if you, <laughs> you muted and blocked all the stuff, you'd literally be on your own. You might as well just sit in your own room and forget about social media. Um, so, as Barney mentioned there, and I put it on screen again, um, if everybody who goes wears a white rose to the game, just to to show your support for the uh, uh, the people who've been lost um, in the pandemic the reason why we weren't at the ground. Uh, Paul Homeboy, a fit Calvin and we win. I hope if we lose, we have to remember how we got here. I really think we are short-handed. Uh, Nora says we're going to win 3-1. There you go. Place your bets and gamble responsibly. Joe Layton says, if Calvin starts, who are your two centre-backs? So if you're near, I'd, I'd say Cock and Stroke, really. Hmm. Or Lorente and Cooper, depending on who's fit. Yeah, well, Lorente, there you go. Yeah. I'd love that if Lorente's, if Lorente's back, mate, I'd have him straight in, no no mm. question whatsoever, especially, especially against Calvert-Lewin uh, in the air and sort of physically. But if not, no, don't, no disrespect to Cooper. I think he's a great lad and a brilliant player. But if you, you had to ask me now, I'd probably... I think there's... Listen, there's an argument for Cooper and Strike, isn't there? I don't think... That, but it's just... Yeah, I'd, I'd personally cock and, and, and Strike for me. Okay. okay. Same with you, Wiggy. Yeah, uh, definitely. 
Bandy Fornoski. Uh, it was a poor performance from us. Uh, I've never seen Bielsa so upset in the post-match interview. I believe that we can cope in this league with the players that we have. Um, Bamford, for as good as he is, doesn't frighten anybody. Somebody alongside him would be more potent. Home performance, we must make Leeds, Ellen Road, a fortress like the good old days. Um, I, yeah. I just it, He just said, like the old days. I just I put the good old days for... <laughs> I must be getting old. Uh, must win or draw up most home games. I hope our players are not... Uh, too emotional against Everton. Shrak and Lorente is our strongest pairing, says Barney. Okay, just about time, isn't it? It is, because I've got a meeting to get to. Right. Um, so <laughs> we'll see you all again for a match review on Sunday. My name's Adonis. Thank you very much for joining us. You can find me at the Adelites on Twitter and at Peacock's Peacock Roars. What? <laughs> Peacock's Roar. Pardon? <laughs> Who? Uh, which is the uh, Twitter account for the podcast. Uh, we've been joined by uh, Big Mac, the uh, the king of uh, trickery himself, Machiavelli, <laughs> at Ewan Metcalf. Good night, God bless all. And uh, chairman of the board, Wiggy1234. Uh, good night. Thank you, everyone. I hope this was therapeutic for you, Ewan. Yeah, it was. It's cathartic. I feel much better now. Thanks, lads. Good. Good. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Nova, Joe, Barney, Bandy, Brian, Wardy. Um, Nora, Lee Smith, and everybody else who joined us in the chat. We'll see you again very soon. Yeah, Come, thanks, on, guys. Come, Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Let's have it on Saturday. Let's have it. See you later.